Harry's prior drug use is prompting a U.S. court to review his visa as the Heritage Foundation sues for disclosure of his immigration records. The lawsuit aims to determine the legality of his visa approval, considering American immigration law's stance on past drug use as a basis for rejection. The court hearing is scheduled for June 6th in Washington, D.C. Undocumented immigrants in California could get up to $4,500 if they were affected by the damaging storms earlier this year. It's called the Storm Assistance for Immigrants Project, and Governor Gavin Newsom's office says those eligible could receive financial assistance under the plan, and it will be available in most counties this month. The support is set aside for those who aren't eligible for help from FEMA, but experienced a hardship from the storms between December 2022 and April 2023. According to Newsom's administration. The money for the program was reserved. Should be a dry night and some lingering cloud cover will clear up, but generally a fair start of the morning expected tomorrow. With the temperatures dropping to lows again in the 70s and we're headed into a sunny, mostly dry, hot afternoon tomorrow. Chance of a pop-up storm tomorrow and again Saturday, Sunday too. A little hotter the weekend. Upper 80s to 90 tomorrow and about 90 to low 90s. An ice that is storm or two possibly for the afternoons, otherwise sunny days, Saturday and Sunday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Murphy's Mandeville Gun and Knife Show with over 250 tables, knives, guns, and ammo. Saturday, June 3rd, 9 to 5. Sunday, June 4th, 10 to 4. Adults, $10. Ages 11 to 15, $5. 10 and under, get in free. Good for both days. $2 discount for military and police at Murphy's Mandeville Gun and Knife Show. Knives, guns, and ammo at Murphy's Mandeville Gun and Knife Show. Saturday and Sunday, June 3rd, June 4th at the Casting Center, Mandeville. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Good evening, New Orleans. Welcome to the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. This is Jack Clegg, and you're listening to WGSO.com. Possibly, possibly. 990 a.m. It's also 990 a.m., but .com, WGSO.com, is where you would listen to our podcast. However, are we having a podcast issue? Uh, As far as I know, not now. It, okay. It, ladies and gentlemen, it should be up. Uh, by the end of the broadcast. Okay, yeah. okay. So, um, if you're listening to the radio, keep listening to the radio. If you're listening or trying to listen on WGSO.com, you may not be able to because we're having a minor glitch, minor glitch. So, listen to the radio. Um, grab the AM radio out of your grandmother's room, bring it in the living room, everyone gather around, get some popcorn, and you can listen to the New Orleans Golf Show. Okay, we've got an interesting show for you tonight. We're going to cover everything that's important in golf. We are going to talk about a misunderstanding that took place last week involving a PGA player. And he and his team were disqualified from a tournament in Tennessee. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, and the reasons why it happened and how the golf game really works. We're also going to talk about what's going on this weekend, the Memorial Tour um, event, which is in 
Dublin, Ohio, at Jack Nicholas's home course, which has turned into one of the most highly paid tournaments. Uh, the Memorial's great, has some of the best PGA players competing against each other. But as the media will often do, that, um, that scab on your elbow, they keep pulling at it and pulling at it and pulling at it. And that scab is the live tour. And every time Jack Nicholas has turned around, there's been a reporter with a microphone in his face asking him questions about the live tour. And we're going to talk about that and, and our thoughts, the show's thoughts on it, or actually, as the disclaimer says, these are my thoughts. All right. And then finally, we're also going to talk about a really interesting topic, dogs on golf courses. Lots of people want to know about that, and <laughs> we're going to talk about that as well. Okay, let's, let's start off differently. Usually we, we go through the rote, what's going on in tournaments and professional tournaments and so forth. Um, we're going to put that aside for a few moments and talk about something that's happening currently. I also want to mention that um, we were hoping to have a guest on from the Junior Golf Association in Louisiana, and it was my fault. I delayed in requesting, but later this month, uh, maybe next Thursday, maybe the Thursday after, we're hoping to devote the show to junior golf this summer. What tournaments are available, what events are happening, um, who's winning these events. If you'll recall, a couple of weeks ago, we had on the Sacred Heart Academy girls team. Uh, the coach and two of the players from the team were here, and both of the girls quite accomplished. One was the state champion in the ev individual event, but both of the girls are competing this summer in the junior tour events throughout Louisiana. And so, not today, but perhaps next Thursday or Thursday before, we'll have someone from that junior uh, summer program events uh, group, the managers of that, We'll have somebody here to talk about those events. Okay. So, but, but let's talk about a kerfuffle, a um, interesting little thing that happened recently. But I got to give you some background. <clears throat> to be fair, um, golf is is an interesting game. Uh, if um, Michael Jordan, the basketball player. Um, decided to play against me in basketball. <laughs> now the producer, my producer has fallen off his chair. I, I may have to stop the show and get him. This is a example. Okay. All of my five foot seven and a half inches versus Michael Jordan. Okay. We, the only way that we could have a fair game of basketball is if I put 100 pound weights around each of Michael Jordan's feet. Or you could have me as your center. Or I could have you as a center, and I could toss it to you, and you could toss <laughs> it in, right. But but the, the only way would be if I handicapped Michael Jordan some way so that he couldn't move as quick as he could, he couldn't jump, he could, you know. I, I may, I may have, have one arm tied behind his back, <laughs> maybe, and, and, and maybe then I could score once. But, but the handicap system is part of the golf game, though, which, which allows 
let's say a professional golfer or a really, really good golfer would allow someone like me to play a competitive game against him. You'd say, well, he's going to win, Jack. Well, we have something called a handicap system in the game. And in the handicap system, if it's done properly, I will have a number. My handicap will be, let's say it's a 10. Okay. That means on an any particular course, if my, if my 10 handicap is valid for that course, if I play a golfer who has a zero handicap, or what's called a scratch golfer, this golfer, he's so good that his average scores are par on the entire course. Okay, so he is a zero. A 10 handicapper, you'd go through the scorecard, and you'd find each of the holes have a handicap. Hole number six might be the number one handicap hole. Why is it the number one handicap hole? Well, because it's the hardest hole on the course. All the players who play that course, who they, and they turn in a score, they turn in a, a, a handicap score, on that hole they get double bogeys, they get bogeys, some get pars, very few get birdies, and how really anybody gets an eagle. That makes that the number one handicap hole. Well, if I'm playing against a zero handicap golfer and I have a 10, on that hole, I get a stroke. I get one stroke on that hole. So I'm, I'm ahead of the game. Then you look at the number two handicap hole. It's going to be maybe that's the 16th hole. When that hole. So you look at your card, and on 10 of the holes, I will get a stroke. That theoretically will set us off even. So when we play head-to-head, -head, if he beats me 71 to 80 by nine strokes, guess who wins? I do, because I had 10 strokes on him. So it, theoretically, that's how it's going to work. And, and it's much more detailed, but I'm giving kind of an abbreviated explanation. Now, professional golfers who are really, really good. Some of them have handicaps that are plus three. What does that mean? That means that on a 72-hole golf course, this golfer, on average, is three under par. He'll score 69 rather than a 72, which is par. So with, with this background, uh, we're going to talk about what happened in Franklin, Tennessee, few days ago what happened last week and it hit the airwaves this weekend and this week every the the stuff has hit the fan as they say all right they don't say that but <laughs> <laughs> but we have to say that that's right all right all right this is wgso 990 am and wgso.com we'll be back in a few moments
Hey Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Hi, I'm Huck. And this is Dave. Please join us on Liberty or Lockdown on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Be there. Does your business need to boost sales or drive customer loyalty? Talk to Sir Speedy. Our direct mail pros can get your company in front of the right people with our comprehensive direct mail and mailing services. All you have to do is share your goals with us and we can do the rest. Get the ball rolling and send your next direct mail project to us. Call Sir Speedy at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. That's 504-586-9812. We do it. The fastest-growing conservative talk show in the South is now on five days a week on WGSO 990. That's right. American Ground Radio has moved from Saturdays to Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 p.m. American Ground Radio is based out of Louisiana and is grounded in the ideas that founded our country. American Ground Radio is a show for everyone who believes there is greatness within each of us. So tune in Monday through Friday starting at 8 p.m. On the community voice of the Crescent City WGSO 990 AM. Hey, everything old is new again, fans. This is Douglas Viviani with David Cohen. We are changing times on WGSO 990 AM from Saturdays at 1 to 9 AM. That's every Saturday. Everything old is new again. David, what do you think? Yeah, that's great. I mean, we're kind of morning people more than afternoons, right? We usually nap around 1 o'clock. Yeah, we run out of gas uh, pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Talking all kind of pop culture, entertainment, celebrity interviews. Wake up New Orleans on Saturdays with everything old is new again. 9 AM WGSO. Hey, this is Christian Garrick. I'm excited about my new show on WGSO 990 AM, Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. There are a lot of things going on in this country and in this city that are concerning. I'm your voice. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. The Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform, noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. You can provide the life-changing opportunity of a quality education to a disadvantaged Louisiana student at almost no cost. For those inclined to make a difference and fortify our community, it's a no-brainer. 95% of every donation to ACE scholarships directly funds a deserving child scholarship, and you receive a 95% tax credit through the Louisiana Tuition Donation Credit. To learn more, call Arthur Dupre at 504-710-1132. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. Wednesdays at 5. Here on WGSO. All right, we're back at segment two of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Okay, so let me continue the story. I've already explained to you what handicaps are, meaning that certain players who who maintain handicaps um, will be able to play other players who maintain handicaps, and certain strokes on holes will be given so that 
uh, it's fair and that the competition is is fair, which I, I think is a great a great thing. Um, and to my knowledge, and let me state this: whatever I'm talking about tonight, uh, this is for the audience and. If you have a comment on it or a question on it, our phone number is 504-556-9696. That's 504-556-9696. Give a call. You may be able to add something to this. But So I've already described how the handicap system works, and we all accept on golf courses that certain players are going to be better than others. Okay, my example about Michael Jordan playing basketball, when I would look at Michael Jordan and someone would look at me, just by our very looks, you could say, <laughs> Michael Jordan's going to win that game. And if you play against each other, there's not even a chance. Okay. But see, that's like, if you take it way back to like the early 90s and you look at white men can't jump, mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson mm-hmm. could actually play ball. Yeah. <laughs> Some, and, and, well, there are, and what my point that I was going to make is in the game of golf, if you look at two guys, one guy may look fit, strong, whatever. Another guy may have a little beer belly, you know, going on. It may be coming over the side of his pants. He may be kind of a little chunky guy. Right. But you don't know which one's the golfer until you see them swing. You don't know what's under the hood. You don't know what's under the hood. That's correct. There you go. Okay. So, this story is about a professional golfer named J.B. Holmes. H-O-L-M-E-S. He's a five-time winner on the PGA Tour. He also represented the United States twice on Ryder Cup teams. He had a great high school career, great college career, uh, I think he went to University of Kentucky. They won the SEC in golf when he graduated, and terrific guy. He entered an event held at a country club in Franklin, Tennessee, the Franklin Bridge Golf Course in Tennessee. And every year they have a competition. It's a six-man scramble, okay, six men on a team. The event, they call it there, the gangsome, rather than a foursome or a threesome, it's called the gangsome because it's six guys. Okay. It's a two-day event. They compete against each other on the first day, and everybody posts their score, so you see who's the better ones. And they divide it into two flights, the better teams and the not-so-good teams. The better teams compete in what's called a Calcutta. It's a wagering game. And I'm not going to go into the details, but it involves wagering. And each team puts up a certain amount of money. And depending on how they do, they win more money. The winning team of the top flight uh, was going to win $21,000. Spread between six guys, that's a lot of money. And a lot of money for a one-day golf, well, a two-day golf event. Okay. So, the tournament's going on, and one team is obviously ahead. On the first day, they're 21 under par, meaning they got birdies on at least every hole, 18 holes. How do you become 21 under par? You get a couple of eagles as well, so they're really doing well. All right, so 
The next day, they're in the, the better flight, and on the third hole, the owner of the golf course, Mr. West, happened to be on the third hole, and he saw one of the players, and he saw the guy swing. He says, I know that swing. I, I, I know that guy. It was J.B. Holmes, who's a big professional golfer. But on the application to play, he didn't put down J.B. Holmes. He entered the name John Bradley Holmes. <laughs> and once it was discovered, this the guy who ran the tournament, owned the golf course, whatnot, he said, I'm sorry, guys. You didn't, you didn't. All the other teams are playing against one of the world's finest golfers, J.B. Holmes. They didn't know, and they should have known. So I'm sorry. We're going to refund you your money, your whole team, and you cannot participate in the wager part. You, your team can't win the money. We give a big trophy every year. You can compete to get the trophy, but I, I'm not going to be a part of this because you didn't say you were J.B. Holmes. You entered as John Bradley Holmes. Okay. According to several media reports, um, there's a dinner afterwards, okay? And J.B. Holmes didn't go to the dinner because his team was, uh, well, he didn't go to the dinner. You can guess why he didn't go. Um, so some of his teammates went, and when they went up to get the trophy, what did the crowd of golfers do? They booed. They booed him. Yes, that's exactly what they did. They <laughs> booed them, and the, the, the greatest, this excellent word for it, there were vulgarities, <laughs> screamed, and <laughs> a word that begins in B and ends in T, and it's a male cow called a bull. Yeah. That word was screamed out. <laughs> so, um, so... So that event happened, and, and, and the media picked it up. All right. So, J.B. Holmes, I don't know why he did that. I, I, don't, I don't know why. But he, he tweeted. This is his tweet. I did play Scramble under my real name, John Bradley. Wait a minute. <laughs> Everybody knows you as J.B. Don't do Period. It was... Bring your best team, and we had the best team, and we won. Okay. According to the Franklin Club owner, Mr. West, he was quoted. He said, if he had just said that his name was J.B. Holmes, that would have been fine. Everyone would have known who you're competing against. But when he said John Bradley Holmes, no one really paid attention to that name. So, what's happened now? Well, there's a big brouhaha over it. Uh, there's a big tournament this weekend. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. It's called the Memorial Tournament. And it is one of the biggest PGA events. It's not a major, but the winnings for the Memorial are $20 million for that top 70 golfers. So, it's a, it's a big deal. We're in the wrong business. Uh, we are in the wrong <laughs> I say that every week. <laughs> we are in the wrong business. business. 
And um, Holmes was playing, and, and I can imagine the distraction. Every media guy, everybody who gets a paycheck by writing a story about golf is hounding him. I'm imagining, haven't seen it, but it's happening. So what did J.B. Holmes do? He pulled out of the tournament today on the first day, claiming he had a back injury. Now, the neck is connected to the back, so maybe it was he was having a big pain in the neck, and that's why he jumped out. Anyway, I don't know, and that's total speculation. And there's not enough facts out there. Did, did John Bradley Holmes, who's JB, put his own name, or did someone else put the name down? I haven't been able to find the answer. All right, we're going to take a break now. You're listening to WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com, the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. His camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Join me, BJ Rusk, for the Something to Say radio show every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. I'll be joined by Rudy Cicchini, and we will give our unique and fun thoughts on sports, music, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Your calls are welcome, and you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at www.somethingtosayradioshow.com. The Something to Say Radio Show, weekdays at 6 p.m., only on WGSO 990 AM. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. A while back, I hosted the NFL show. Remember? We'd take a knee for no one. I've returned to WGSO to host shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings, we will focus on the causes, consequences, and solutions to the international, national, and local political mess that has developed since 2020. Thursday's show will be happier. It's a golf show discussing the current state of the game we love in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast. Please tune in and share your thoughts. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, the community voice of the Crescent City. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform. Noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, live every Saturday morning for another great season of In the Paint, talking NBA and college basketball. Louisiana Radio Network News. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Is the state having a change of heart on Louisiana's strict ban on abortions? LSU's annual Louisiana Survey opinion poll suggests that may be the case. Research lead Dr. Mike Henderson says 85% favor exceptions to preserve the mother's health and 77% support exceptions in the law for cases of rape. We not only see large majorities supporting those kinds of exceptions, we don't see big divisions. So, like, we see support for those exceptions among Democrats and Republicans. He says the Louisiana survey results pretty much echo national public opinion. U.S. House Majority Leader and District 1 Congressman Steve Scalise calls on Republicans not to attack each other in the governor's race. This comes after a group supporting Republican candidate Stephen Wagespach released an attack ad on the perceived frontrunner A.G. Jeff Landry. Political analyst, Bernie Pinsonat. Well, I think it was a warning to the Wagusback campaign that he's not going to tolerate Republicans attacking Republicans. Scalise urges Wagusback to disavow the ad and ask the PAC to take it down. 
This is news from LRN. If you're a Medicaid member, changes are coming that could cause you to lose benefits. The good news is you may be eligible to take part in a special enrollment event and qualify for a plan for less than $10 a month. If you need assistance, contact Navigators for a Healthy Louisiana today. We provide free guidance to help you choose the health insurance option that's right for you and your family. To find out more, visit GetCoveredLA.org. That's GetCoveredLA.org. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes. And every day, more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. You can provide the life-changing opportunity of a quality education to a disadvantaged Louisiana student at almost no cost. For those inclined to make a difference and fortify our community, it's a no-brainer. 95% of every donation to ACE Scholarships directly funds a deserving child scholarship, and you receive a 95% tax credit through the Louisiana Tuition Donation Credit. To learn more, call Arthur Dupre at 504-710-1132. Each year, hurricanes and major flooding threaten cities, towns, and rural homes across the Gulf states. So chances are there will be more storms and floods near here again. And between school, sports, and social lives, chances are you won't be with your kids when it happens. Will they know what to do? Ready.gov slash kids has all the educational tools and information to make the conversation easy. When the time comes, chances are they'll feel prepared, not scared. So talk with your family today. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. All right, New Orleans, welcome back. We're now in the third segment of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg on 990 AM, WGSO.com. Okay, and we've been talking about this unfortunate incident involving uh, a golfer whose name was entered into a tournament. We don't know whether he entered it or someone else. Um, his name, by all golf fans and all golfers, he's known as JB. And in a tournament, you know, an individual amateur event in which gambling was allowed, um, called a Calcutta event, um, 
they used his name John Bradley. Everybody saw the application on the team. All the references were to John Bradley. But in fact, it was J.B. And if people had known it was J.B., perhaps, perhaps, people wouldn't have wagered for their team if they knew they were playing against one of the world's finest golfers. Maybe they wouldn't have. I don't know. And unfortunately, the media has only just just scratched the surface on this. Um, and and I, I would like to know more. I would like to know who it was who entered his name. And did he realize that it was a different name? Uh, if he did realize that, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not in favor of that. But if he didn't do it, then, then he should have been allowed to play anyway and, and not be disqualified. Okay. Um, this weekend in golf, uh, I hope you go out and play. It's supposed to be wonderful this weekend. But if you're home or if you play in the morning and you're home so you can watch in the afternoon, one of the country's premier events held by the PGA Tour is the Memorial Tournament, and it's this weekend. Um, why is it such a wonderful event? Well, it's played at a nice course, Murfield Village Golf Club in Dublin, Ohio, where the weather today was a balmy 52. <laughs> Pretty cool up there. I've got a brother in North Carolina. I spoke to him this morning. He sent me some pictures my sister's visiting, and they're all sitting outside with sweaters on. Yeah, we can't say the same down here. No, it's weather has been beautiful here. It's yeah. been terrific, but we're not in the fifties like up there. No. Okay, so uh, this tournament, um, and we've been talking about, and, we, and just to put in reference, last week uh, they had the event in Texas, uh, in Fort Worth, that the the winning tournament, PGA tournament there, the winnings were about eight point seven million. The week before that, there was another event. The winnings were about eight million. The memorial winnings are twenty million. Bingo. Can I say it again? You can say it again. We're in the wrong damn business. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And the winner of that event will take home four million dollars. Okay. Now, <clears throat> so one would think, wow, this this tournament attracts the best players in the world. One would think. And the answer to that is no. While it might attract them, they can't play. Why can't they play? Because it's a PGA Tour event. And those golfers who have joined the Live Tour, that's a tour that is backed by Saudi Arabian money, are not allowed to play in the PGA Tour events. Now, there's a, there's a little bit of controversy on that. It doesn't always work that way because we've had the Masters, which is a PGA event, and the PGA Championship, which is a major, have been players from the Live Tour have played in those events, but it's because they have done so well in the past that they get to play, they get an exemption, and they get to play. Okay. Well, as a memorial, there is no uh, exemption. The memorial players um, that are there are all PGA Tour players. And, and they're great players. I mean, terrific. The field is terrific. 
the winner um, last year, let's see, I had it right down here. Oh, I love this guy. Billy Horschel, great golfer, terrific golfer. Um, he's there again and trying to reclaim the $4 million he won last year. He wants to win it again. Uh, and But what's happening here is because in the last couple of weeks, both at the Masters and the PGA Championship, one of the live players, Bruce Kepka, has been blowing away everybody. He took a second place at the Masters. He won the PGA, and he's not invited to play in the memorial. So the media naturally going crazy. And every opportunity they have, they'll stick a microphone in somebody's face and say, well, how's the tournament? Wouldn't it be a better tournament with the live players? They're trying to pick at that scab on the elbow, trying to go there. And sadly, um, Jack Nicholas has had the microphone stuck in his face. Now, you know Jack Nicklaus. Everyone in golf knows who Jack Nicklaus is. He's one of the greatest golfers. But he also, behind the scenes, he and Arnold Palmer and several other of his generation have made golf the sport that it is. And particularly made the PGA Tour the financial boondoggle that it is. If you are a great golfer on the PGA Tour, you can win a lot of money. And you not only win money from championships, but you get money from sponsorships. The people who make golf balls want to put the name of that golf ball on your hat or your golf bag or your shoes or anywhere else. And the the people who sell golf clubs this the marketing has exploded people today believe every year like there were people when you were growing up who'd get a new car now if you had a lot of money a lot of people got a new car every year but did it take anywhere different no it was still a car <laughs> it, was, it still had air conditioning it still had you know safety belts and whatever but it was a new car you get every year still served the purpose it served the purpose. Golf clubs, however, are amazing. I mean, the, the technology that is put into it, the type of things that are. I'm veering off the topic a bit, but golfers on PGA Tour, and uh, they make money in the tournaments and so forth, but they make money through sponsorships, tremendous amounts of money through sponsorships. Okay, so Nicholas and Palmer and a couple other guys were the guys who really helped create that environment so people could make a lot of money. And so from his perspective, he sees the live tour, and I, this is my opinion, okay? I believe he sees the live tour as something that would not destroy, but water down the legacy that he's created. Something that would be a competitor, which didn't exist in the past. When, when Nicholas was playing, there was no live tour. There was no competitor, competitor to the PGA. He grew it, it grew well. It was like those old guys that I talked about that were NFL football fans and played for NFL teams. This is real football. 
we're not the AFL. We're not throwing the ball around. We're hitting each other. We're, you know, we're real football players. That went on, and we see how today the amount of money that is in professional football is because both of those groups got together and decided that we'd all make more money. Golf isn't like that yet. They're still fighting the live tour. And in fact, there was a question posed to Nicholas, and, and if you read any of the golf magazines or watch any golf news or go online, you'll see. When asked how the memorial will fare without the presence of the band live tour players, such as Bruce Kepka and Cam Smith, this was the response that Jack Nicholas had. He said, I don't consider them part of the game anymore. Now he said, I don't mean to be nasty about it, but we don't think of them on the PGA Tour. We don't even think of those guys anymore. Well, that's sad. That is really sad. And I'm hoping that somehow the two will get together. Maybe we should have Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> the Speaker of the House, get between the two and bring them together. I don't know what, what it is. Might anyway, work. what's that? Might work. It could work. It could work. Anyhow, all right, we're going to take a break, go into our last segment in a few minutes. This is the, the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg on WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. We'll be back in a few moments. Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Visit getagameplan.org. Brought to you by the Louisiana Governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness, FEMA, and the Ad Council. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where Mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. A business without signage is like a car with a flat tire. It's not going anywhere fast. Sir Speedy can change that. We're a trusted resource for sign design and production. Whether you need trade show displays, banners, posters, directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, or more, Sir Speedy sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. 
Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do it. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. Don't miss Hurd's Louisiana Live from 4 to 5, Monday through Friday. Paul Hurd exposes and explains state government's daily shenanigans, exposes our excess taxes, and explains how we can get to real community safety. Hurd will challenge your legislators to repeal taxes and grow Louisiana. Repeal and grow is the name of the game. Hurd's Louisiana Live is coming in hot every day at 4 p.m. Only on WGSO 990 AM. New Orleans. We're now in the fourth quarter here of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, and you're listening to WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. Okay, before we talk about dogs in golf, um, I did want to mention that there was a live tournament last weekend. It was held at the Trump National, that's Donald Trump National Golf Course in Washington, D.C. And the winner was Harold Varner. Harold Varner is an African-American golfer, tremendous, tremendous golfer. Um, and he joined the Live Tour. Uh, and his reason for joining the Live Tour was different than a lot of other people. Uh, a lot of guys said, look, i I, I got to make money for my family. Varner joined the Live Tour saying, look, this money not only will help me, it's going to help my community. It's going to help the foundation. And he has, Varner has two foundations, and they really, really help junior golf among African-American kids and so forth. So his reasoning, I mean, it's solid. They were paying more money. And um, anyway, so he won that tournament last weekend, and congratulations to him. And uh, he won a cool Four million dollars. Pretty good. Now, what do you say about that? Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> For the third and final time since this is our last segment, we are in the wrong damn business. That's correct. That's correct. Yep. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna. We're gonna change this talk about money, filthy lucre. We're not gonna talk about money right now. We're not gonna talk about. Accidents on the golf course would cause people to get disqualified because they use the wrong names. We're going to talk about that bad stuff. We're going to talk about a good story. And that is dogs on golf courses. Now, I have experience with this um, in my prior life as a maritime lawyer. Many, many of my clients were in England, okay? And I traveled over there quite often, three, four times a year. And when I went, I brought my golf clubs, and because most of my clients were golfers, and we played golf. But one thing I noticed over there were golf courses. Guys would bring their dogs. 
And dog would sit right there next to the tee box and move along. They weren't chasing squirrels. They weren't chasing rabbits. Or, and squirrels and rabbits were on the course. They weren't barking. or anything. It was just really cool because these dogs were well-trained and so forth. Okay. And I thought that was great. Okay. <laughs> now, when I play golf in, in America, you never see dogs on golf courses. It's very rare. Sometimes you'll see, and I've seen some women golfers, will have their little lap dog, will sit in the golf cart with them. Sometimes they'll have a little pillow for them, and they stay there in the golf cart. But they rarely go on the golf course itself. So you're saying you wouldn't see a dog like my dog, Queen? Uh, no. <laughs> and, 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 and many of the other golfers, if you were to foursome with Queenie, the pit bull, mm -hmm. many of the golfers would be looking over their shoulder at the dog. <laughs> Right now, if you were here and not listening on the radio, you would see a picture of Queenie. And yes, if I was playing golf and you situated Queenie behind me when I was swinging, I wouldn't be concentrating. I would be thinking about those jaws on my ankle. Anyway, um, so, okay, what are the problems? Um, obviously, the dogs have to be well-trained. They have to be quiet. They have to not chase squirrels or birds or things like that. Or even chase golf balls. I mean, you know, a dog, it's against his nature. I mean, you throw something at a dog or away from a dog, a dog may want to go get it. Yeah. So, so it's difficult. But more and more Americans are more devoted to their dogs. More and more Americans want to take their dogs. I remember flying, again, all over the place. I watched the evolution of dogs on airplanes i remember seeing people and and i didn't fly first class when i flew but you're in the same area and the first class people want to bring their dogs with them someone oh i called the airlines and they said i could bring my dog now and and that's so i saw that change when all of a sudden dogs all you need was a little carrier for them okay and you could bring them on it used to be you could get a big carrier and put it with the luggage, but uh, people didn't want to do that. Too much stuff happens, too. Yeah, you, yeah, and you don't know exactly. Just like your luggage <laughs> gets right. thrown around, you don't know. So we've evolved in that so that people can bring their little dog. And now they don't even go in um, dog carriers if they're service dogs, right? Right. Yeah, uh, you can, as far as I know, you can have them in a the store with you. I know in California, uh, I went to California about two years ago. They're a dog-friendly state. Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. have dog hotels. You can bring your dogs in stores and mm -hmm. all kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, Louisiana, we're, we're, we're kind of on the low end of the evolutionary yeah. scale with yeah. dogs. Okay. So there's a website, uh, speaking of dogs, for those of you that have dogs, and really want to bring your dog with you to a golf course. There's a website, and just this, uh, um, I believe it was May 11th is the date of the um, report. The website is called dogsaspet.com. That's D-O-G-A-S-P-E-T.com. And they list the 10 best golf courses that are dog-friendly that you can bring your dog to. Now, you mentioned California. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of the 10, 1, 2, 3, 4 are in California. 
Two are in the state of Washington. One is in Texas, in Ferris, Texas. I don't even know where Ferris, Texas is. F-E-R-R-I-S, Texas. It's called the Old Brickyard Golf Course. Sounds cool. One's in Virginia. Now, I got a bone to pick with these guys. This is dogsofpet.com, and they, they list this as the top 10 courses in the United States to bring dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, number eight is in Alberta. Canada? Yeah. Wow. So, so well, but it's not in the United States. Right. So it's in the top 10 in the United States, but it's not in the United States. It's in Canada. <laughs> so you guys go back and take a little geography test or geography killing but shocker of all shockers one of the courses is in louisiana wow so if you've got a dog and you want to bring it to the golf course there are some i mean the dog has to be trained and so forth and so on um but it is the cypress bend resort in manny louisiana i don't even know what it is Ah, well, I'm here to tell you. Okay. It's on the Louisiana-Texas border. Have you ever heard of Toledo Bend? Yes. Toledo Bend is like the bass fishing capital of the world. I mean, everybody loves to go bass fishing in Toledo Bend. And this golf course runs alongside Toledo Bend. Uh, Nine of the holes are along the water, and the other nine are inland. It's also, this resort is terrific, it, um, and it's got acres and acres for hiking and in the woods and so forth. So there's a lot more for your dog than just the golf course, but it's one of the few places that allow you to bring a dog. So um, that's it. In New Orleans, this is the New Orleans Golf Show, I don't know of anywhere, any golf course that lets you bring your dog, and there may be good reasons for that. Okay, well, thanks for listening tonight to the New Orleans Golf Show. As I said, in a couple of weeks, maybe next Thursday, Thursday after, we will get um, representatives from Junior Golf to talk about what's going on there. That's what I'm really looking forward to, if they become available. And have a good night. Hit them straight. WGSO 990M, WGSO.com, the New Orleans Golf Show, signing off. Good night, guys. We're fortunate that our